All right, today we are here at Coast to Coast to talk about mental health, um, something me and Marwan both uh, deal with. And some days are better than others. Definitely. But um, we keep it pushing because, I don't know, every day is a new day to get better. Um, I personally feel it's really important to state, you know, that I do deal with things mentally but when i was younger you would not hear me saying anything no 100 percent. yeah i feel when i was in high school i was having a lot of mental stresses i think that's when it really came on started worrying about college and what the next steps were but we weren't really prepared to deal with how it affects our mind we were just kind of told go to class you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. get a good job after college and that will make you happy in life and successful. But it's like, all right, that's fine. How am I supposed to deal with all the outside factors that, you know, pollute my brain in a way? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and for me as well, like I'd say that I was like a first generation college graduate in my family. So like they came with that like American dream, you know, like work Mm -hmm. hard, do what you're told, like make that money, Mm -hmm. get a home, all that other stuff. So to me, uh, I never really like did that whole like college planning this and that. I kind of just like winged it and just mm-hmm. ended up at a college where to this day I have some of my best friends to this day that I still talk to. Um, but yeah, definitely was one of the biggest things that stressed me out was during high school at that time, being on sports teams, mm-hmm. all that other stuff, trying to make a name for yourself kind of early on. I yeah. feel like. No, um, I will say sports teams, I feel, really kind of helped me. I kind of learned, you know, you can lean on your brother. Mm-hmm. You know, you can talk to your coaches. You know, they become your mentors. Mm-hmm. And they kind of teach you that, hey, you know, it's okay to have, like, a bad mental day. And it's okay to let people know, like, I'm not feeling it today. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, being, like, playing sports or just being on that field was one of the biggest things that helped me deal with my stresses or deal with my anxieties. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like you and the ball. Nothing else matters at that time. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know I was having stress or depression, anxiety. I was just like, oh, I'm sad today, but the next day I'll get better. And as I got older, I was like, whoa, it's really not getting better. If anything, it's getting worse. Yeah, 100%. You know, I was playing a lot more. I remember during, I will say during COVID is when in, things really started to hit because, you know, we were all self-isolating and you really get that self-reflection of like, dang, like, what am I doing? You know, I was someone, I was going out all the time, Mm -hmm. you know, drinking to have fun, but maybe also drinking to kind of leave my problems, you know, in a way. Happens to the best of us. But in college, it's like, that's what we're supposed to be doing or that's what the narrative is. However, we're all really... It's funny how we're like, oh, partying is like just what you do in college. Like, some of us are partying to have fun, but some of us are partying to get to away, just forget and get away. Mm-hmm. Did we know that though? Don't think so. Time? No, we were just like so enabled to like that party mentality. Go have fun, like you said. Mm-hmm. Do this, do that. This is what you're supposed to do. But I feel like people kind of use that as like a, an escape, mm-hmm. essentially. Which I still see to this day, honestly. Like people out even here, like partying, like maybe dealing with like their own demons, but. You just see them out, and you just know that they're escaping. Yeah, shoot. I mean, 
I'm probably one of them. Hey, you know? I mean, I've done it before, you know. <laughs> I feel I try to do things for my mental health, like, you know, eating well, going to the gym, attempting to sleep, you know, more than like six hours. Right. But, you know, there are days like a long day at work or say, you know, you had a falling out with someone. It's like, let me go out and get a drink right. and hang out with my friends. Which, Which, you know, being social with your friends is probably the best thing for me. At least. I would agree 100%. Like having like a close, tight group of friends that like you can trust and like, you know, you guys understand each other. That's like the biggest thing. When you guys do go out, like they're there for you. You guys talk about stuff like mm. they help you kind of like feel better, essentially, in a sense. Um, I'd say friendship is important to deal with that stuff. Friendship's so important. And honestly, mm-hmm. I think some of my best friendships that really helped me understand my, you know, mental blocks was my friendships with women. You know, they, <clears throat> you know, I know that there's stereotypes that, you know, men aren't as like emotional intelligent as women and, you know, they're able to kind of feel more than we and I'm not really in a disagreement with that um, just based off of my own environment I feel being a man who was raised by like a single mom and kind of grew up around women I definitely felt more like compassion from them versus you know I've had friends who have like the two parent household and you know they're kind of taught to be more stoic and more you know I can't cry over this or I I don't need to go see no help. Like that's for like pussies or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. And I thought, Oh yeah. You know, like they're just strong, but your strongest friends are the ones that really be having the most problems. Exactly. Those are the ones that never really talk. And that's why you always have to check in on your people. You never know what people are dealing with. You never do. You never do. So what do you think emotional intelligence is? I feel like being able to like really be empathetic in a sense, like understand people and what they're going through, going through. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like for me, like one of the biggest things, like I told you for why I came up with the name for the brand Mm -hmm. and the first word is is being Sonder is just like being able to understand that we're all going through the same shit Mm -hmm. in our own way. So being able to understand that and be empathetic to other people and their problems to like know that, hey, just because this person might be like acting up that day. You don't know what they're going through, mm. so give them a little break, you know? No, definitely. Um, you cannot judge someone based off of, you know, one episode that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, not talking about TV. I'm just talking about something <laughs> that happens in real life. So, yeah. Come on, y'all. Don't. It's nothing like that. Um, you know, it's really important that we give people a fair chance because none of mm-hmm. us are perfect, you know? Um I know for a while I've tried to not hide the fact that, you know, I have my own demons I deal with, but more so I want to be looked at as like that strong friend and like Mm -hmm. even that strong man who you can come to me for your issues. That's why, you know, you know, when I get into a relationship with someone or start seeing someone, I do kind of want to make sure they also have, you know, emotional intelligence to be compassionate and empathetic. I feel like, honestly, other things that kind of, like, really affect you with, like, these mental stresses and, like, all these anxieties in your day-to-day life is the problem that we all definitely face of, like, comparing yourself to others. I feel like that's the biggest, biggest problem that we all face. Testify my brother. And we have to learn to understand that everybody is their own person. Mm -hmm. Just because somebody is in a place that you want to be you're on your own path. You're on your own time. 
everything will work out the way it should. Yeah, but how did you feel when you were comparing yourself to others, like your peers who maybe they went back to school as soon as possible and now they have that, you know, picket fence with the dog and, you know, getting married. Did yeah. that ever, like, mess you up at all? I mean, um, a lot of my friends right now, I feel like we're getting to that age where they're all getting married. They're all in relationships. They've been in relationships for, like, the whole time. Um, so it is different to, like, really see that, like, oh, they've gotten to this stage in their life. But to me, I feel like I'm on my own path. I'm, like, I'm happy with where I am right now, mm-hmm. the people that I have in my life, what I have in my life. So I think really learning to appreciate the moment and appreciating what you have is what kind of helps you the most in this life. No, I definitely agree with that. Are there any... Do you think there's ever been, like, a pro of you comparing yourself to your peers? Like, out of the pros and cons? Yeah, 100%. Uh, I mean, I feel like everybody has, like, an idol or somebody that they look up to, you know? Um, So, yes, it can be bad for you to compare yourself to others and, like, where they are maybe, like, in their life, maybe, like, financially or, like, wherever they may be in their relationship or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. But from a pro standpoint, there's people that I look up to that have gotten me into so much stuff that has helped me succeed in life from trading within the stock market, looking up to those types of people who are just like us and made it mm-hmm. and are now millionaires. Um, starting off my clothing brand, I was also inspired by somebody um, that I actually saw <clears throat> on uh, Instagram one day and just literally picked up some of his courses and continue to just kind of like strive to also get there at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I think like having somebody that like you essentially want to get like within a certain position is 100% a good thing to have. I definitely used to always compare myself to my friends. I felt, you know, even when I was young, you know, being raised by a single mom, I obviously I didn't have the luxury of always having a parent at my games or someone to pick me up from school Mm -hmm. or, you know, we just, we didn't have as much because a joint income family, you know, I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to say anything disrespectful with me having a single mom. I know it's hard, you know, and you definitely, you usually don't have as much as your yep. friends who are in that, you know, relationship. Um, but when I was young, I didn't understand it. And I asked my mom, like, why, why don't we have this? And why don't we have that? Um, so I was, I've been comparing myself to my friends since I was in like middle school. But as I got older and, you know, got my first job and, started learning how like, taxes work and then started paying my own rent and learning all that. I was like, dang, like, no wonder, you know, their right. path was so different from mm-hmm. mine. Not saying they didn't have their own challenges, but that was a huge thing for me too. I can't compare my struggles to others, yep. you know? Like, I know some of my friends who I will say, like, y'all were privileged, you know, and there's nothing That's wrong facts. with that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but some of the worst things for them was something like, oh, my parents are getting divorced and it's making me so upset. I, for one, I will never understand that, you know, because I was raised by a single mom. It's not really something to me that makes me feel like, oh, like that's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. But that's the biggest thing they're going through. And it's not something you can really tell them like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. I was such and such, you know, Um some people may not have it as hard as you in your opinion, you know, but you right. can't really sit there and try to tell them it's better because it could be worse and then tell them your situation. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Or do you, have you done that in the past where it's like, 
and I've been a victim of it, or I've been guilty of it, where I'm kind of, someone's telling me a story like, oh, I'm going through this on the third, and I'm like, oh, well, this is what I'm going through. Yeah, it, it's tough. Sometimes you always want to, like, give your side of the story, or, like, you kind of, like, zone people out. You want to give your input or your, your perspective, mm-hmm. um, which is something that I feel like we all have to learn to do is just, like, listen and, like, help people at a time. You know, you don't, it's not always about you, mm-hmm. but I feel like we do that a lot. And it's, it's actually crazy that you were talking about, obviously, having the single mom and, like, living that life and, like, not being able to uh, have what other people have had. But if you look at it from the other side as well, like, <clears throat> I was grateful to have both of my parents, but it was up to the case where... Lucky mother. <laughs> but it was up to the case where um, they weren't around. So, like, they were both foreign parents working hard to try to get us whatever they could. Um, so going back to like the sports things, I had to find my way to get to the team. I had to find my way to get to school. I had to find my way, take care of my sister. So like you almost kind of get a different level of stress for that as well, for parents trying to make ends meet. And then also kind of like trying to be present for you as well. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really have that balance. That is a bitch. Yeah. That's something I wouldn't even think of. Um, I, you know, I don't come from foreign parents, but I do have friends I grew up with with them. And it's very different. And I'm sure, like, even with mental health, it's probably very different, too. Like, was your dad kind of strict on, like, hey, don't show weakness, things like that? Yeah, 100%. Don't show weakness. Always, you got to be the man of the house when I'm not there. Mm-hmm. Take care of your sister. Get the good grades. Get the good job. Like, he's always wanted me to be, like, that engineer, that doctor. Like, yeah. he had me painted in a light already for what he wanted me to be um so it was always hard to like make sure that you made them proud um that was also added so much stress to it but i feel like once i was able to like step away and one of the best decisions i ever made was leaving the state Mm -hmm. um to really be my own person um follow my own path yeah it's very important to follow your own path when you are just kind of trying to you know catch a wave and do what everyone else is doing Mm -hmm. i don't know how someone can really be happy doing that yeah. Um, you probably didn't even feel real happiness to you're like oh I'm doing what I want for once you know like I'm not living to please others because of course you want to make your parents proud but it comes to a point where it's like dang like I want to make myself proud doing what I want to do exactly you know I'm like doing something like this podcast I was like I've been you know I would love to share a message and if it even helps just one person I'm like hey that's good enough for me same you know what I'm saying? somebody out there can relate yeah, no, I do think, you know, um, there's a lot of men, and I know a lot of you, when Brian Cosby, I'll <laughs> name drop you right now, um, we've gotten better over the years as friends talking to each other about what we go through, and that's why, you know, they're like some of the closest friends I have, because it's really, it's tough to even just tell your family what you're going through, but telling your friends who you just like hang with and chill with, like, peeling off another layer of like our like masculinity it's a lot easier said than done you know and i've had some friends i don't have anymore because i tried to keep it real with them about how i was feeling and it was deemed as me being like emotional or like you know soft Mm -hmm. and i'm Mm -hmm. like well i guess i'm soft then like and i don't really care you know i know who i am you know what i'm saying yeah i agree same i am not perfect in a relationship and there were times where, you know, I was upset with them, but didn't convey it. You know, I would just get quiet, you know, not say anything. And 
not have them mind read, but kind of wanted them to just feel like, hey, I'm upset with you. But I'm not really going to tell you why, because if I express this, I don't know. It's like, I don't know if this sounds weird, but it's, I almost felt like, could they use this against me? Right. You know, it's yeah. like, could they, could they bring this up again and like hurt me? And I'm like, maybe that's like some trauma from when I was younger or yeah. something. Um, but there's also been relationships that made me realize, you know, I need to be more mindful, not gaslight and really be comfortable being yourself, you know? Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's definitely happened to me a lot for sure, especially in my younger days. You just kind of like keep it kind of tucked, keep it to yourself. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to really express what you're going through. You're mad, but you're not trying to like, you want them to pick up on those hints, on those cues. Read my mind, girl. <laughs> I'm not. It's I'm even not happened to me. Your call. <laughs> but I want you to keep calling me. That's honestly like the most toxic behavior. It's not even good. So toxic. Yeah. I mean, I've literally, I feel like with experience and with, with age, like I've definitely learned to be more open in my relationships. Um, Sometimes too open, <laughs> mm-hmm. but um, too open too fast or too open to the wrong person. A little bit of both, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I feel like I definitely kind you of want a name drop. Right nah, <laughs> I know who it is. Nah, I just ran. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but uh. Did you ever figure it out? You're like, was it the person or was it me just not being open enough for them? You know, I think the biggest thing for what I've noticed is that timing is really everything. I feel like Mm -hmm. sometimes it's easy to jump in and out of relationships with people Mm -hmm. and some people are not ready. They haven't healed. They don't really understand what they really want. Have you been that person? I haven't been the person, but I've been with people who have not healed, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's one of the most painful and toxic things you can deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't even blame them. Not at because all. Because they don't even know what they're going through. I've talked to women who have been married before, or like going through like a very bad breakup, and they think they're ready, mm-hmm. but those women, um, and men are the same way. 100%. We think we want something. And then once it gets real, you know, or time kind of sinks in and you realize your situation, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, like, I'm not ready. But you're affecting that other person so much. Um, yeah. But that other person that you're affecting, they can't even really blame you because they took that chance, too. Mm-hmm. That's the thing with me. It's like if you decide to get into a relationship with someone who just got out of something for like a long time or, you know, it was toxic. Yeah. You should kind of know what you're getting yourself into. Um, my advice, while I'm not no kind of counselor, because please believe I've made a, a lot of mistakes in relationships. Um, take your time. You know, what is the rush? Heal. You know what I'm saying? Be their friend first and let them heal. And just know that there's going to be days they may not want to talk to you um and there's going to be days where they're going to you're going to be the first person they contact and you as a person who's healed and kind of ready you need to understand that patience will be everything in those relationships yeah i agree time take the time take the time to heal Mm -hmm. if you jump into it too quickly and i've been a victim of it for sure Mm. but i didn't i guess i knew what i was getting myself into but at the same time i overlooked it Mm. and just continue to push forward 
and once that honeymoon phase ends, you know, like it's everything snaps back Don't to reality. You hate when the honeymoon phase ends and it's like, dang, what happens after the honeymoon phase? What does that do to your mind? And why can't we stay in it? You know, I enjoy the honeymoon phase getting like. You know, I think maybe that's why I don't try to get to know people super fast and, mm-hmm. like, hang with you every day. It's like, I want to enjoy this, right. you know? Agreed. Um, and maybe that's a bad thing. And maybe it's in my mind, I'm like, oh, I know it's not always going to be easy like this. Mm-hmm. So let me try to drag it out. Maybe that's something that's not good. Um, but from my own personal experience, I, I feel it makes it last a little longer before the self-destruction comes in oh yeah i'd say so for sure i mean that honeymoon phase is literally where you just you're so happy that you overlook everything mm-hmm. all red flags all oh problems you just want it to be what you what you're thinking it is that you're looking you're painting that person in a different light mm-hmm. you know what kind of red flags are you talking about that you've overlooked we want to know <laughs> i want to know i mean red flags for sure is definitely still talking about your ex Ooh. That's a big one. Oh, my uh, boy. That sucks. <laughs> that's, the, that's a big one. I wouldn't even want it. Their name should not be in my eardrum. Do they say their name or they just say my ex? My ex, probably, yeah. Even that, you're like... Yeah. Ugh. I mean, listening to the stories of like, so you can know what to do better is cool. Yeah. Like, it comes up every time. Not a good sign. After that honeymoon phase, like once you actually truly are starting to recognize each other for who we actually are, mm-hmm. that like comfortability happens you learn more about that person once that ends and it comes crashing down like you said that's where it really puts an effect on your mental mm-hmm. because you start to play back everything you start to think about what you missed what why you it didn't did work wrong. out what you did wrong all those types of things and they start to really like eat at you of like am i not good enough well why was this person did this and this and that you know like those types of things uh, can really take a toll on you i feel like as well yeah, I think that's why it's important to know who you are before getting into a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to get into a relationship with someone and try to know who they are when you don't even know yourself? You know what I'm saying? That part. It's like, what are we, what are you even doing? If you're still trying to figure your own self out, how are you going to try to figure out another person too? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's fun and great and it's comforting to have someone else there. Um but don't have someone there as a distraction, you know, because you don't want to deal with your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you want them to get to know you, but how are they going to get to know you if you don't know yourself? Just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and that's honestly one of the most, like, selfish things you could ever do as well. To, like, mm-hmm. almost, like, need somebody there to keep you distracted. Mm-hmm. To keep you, like, essentially, like, numb from what you're truly feeling. Yeah. And that's what's tough. Using people as a distraction is messed up. You're talking to a girl and say you're like, what? Let's say you're a month in, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then it's still like every week it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just kind of down today because my ex posted with his new girlfriend and I saw it and da da da. How does, what does that say to you? That means that she's potentially not over it yet. Mm. It still hurts her at some point for Is there a time reason. limit you give? Uh, I personally think that when you get out of a relationship, you should take a few months to yourself. You know, back when I was younger, I didn't realize, you know, like that word we were talking about earlier, mindfulness, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, realize what you're doing to other people, you know, and their mental, um, make sure everything is consensual and you tell them what's going on. 
People don't like the truth. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Yep. People don't like the truth, and people also don't like to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that is tough to deal with. You tell somebody, like, for what it is, or you finally realize somebody for who they are, um, and when it comes time for them to admit that they might have been the ones in the wrong, mm-hmm. it just sets everything in a flame. It is so weird how people don't take responsibility. And it's like, you can tell someone the whole truth, all the truth. And, yeah, you know that term, the truth hurts? Yeah, it, it does. does. Um, but you got to be willing to take it. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're in a relationship with someone you want to love and care for. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not willing to tell the truth to that person, then you need to let them be because that's just wrong for real. But it is crazy how I feel the most honest people are the ones who kind of get the most crap. It's like they're assholes or something. It's like, no, sweetheart, you probably just can't handle the truth, but Mm -hmm. you want me to lie. And it's just different. Some people just don't like to hear the truth because it's not what they actually want to hear. Mm -hmm. So they continue to live in their lie. Or continue to live in like that state of mind of what they actually truly believe. Yeah, no, it's just like, you know, you were wearing those shoes the other night and you asked if they were fire. And I didn't want to tell you I hated them. But <laughs> I just was like, you know, it's fine. I was like, yeah, bro, do you. Confident king walking into that club with them goofy ass. That's how I know that's a lie because all my shoes are fire. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, nah, you be fly. I'm not even going to lie. Yo, honestly, just appreciate all the love and support, man. We got an early, like, some early traction. Everybody's about to be super excited. We can't wait for y'all to see what we're going to do. Big things coming. Thank you, everyone that's listening. Um, Don't know where you are. Don't know what you're going through. But hope every day you wake up, you're trying to make it a better day. Mm -hmm. Um, And just remember, perspective is everything. Appreciate y'all.